Hey Babblers, it's your girl Lucy. Welcome back to another episode of Bar Babble, the virtual bar where we talk about shit that we normally don't talk about at the bar. Anything from business, branding, and anything brainy. What is your drink of choice for today's babble? All cocktails and mocktails are welcome. My drink of choice for today is actually a sparkling water. I've been kind of feeling it um, this week. I kind of feel like I needed a little bit of a bougie pick-me-up, especially at the very end of the day, and sparkling water has just been my go-to. I love adding um, fruits and I uh, I also love, this was kind of like my champagne or my cocktail um, during New Year's Eve. So I've just been feeling um, in that mood of having sparkling water. I, I don't know why. Besides, you know, my lemon ginger tea that I make um, every single week, um, this has been my drink of choice for this season. As you can see with today's episode, the whole intent of the topic of our babble is if you've been feeling in the limbo season lately, I know that for a lot of people, 2023 has started off kind of slow, kind of blah, kind of just weird. Um, I don't know about you, but for a lot of people, whether you're in my per- uh, my close um, personal circle of friends, my network, or even you know the YouTube videos that I watch with other YouTubers and thought leaders, people have been saying the same thing. If you're into horoscopes or astrology, you know that there's been just some sort of like a weird stall for the first three months of 2023 and I know that things are picking it up um, especially as we're heading into the spring time so if you've been in that season of limbo um, I wanted to talk about you know how you know if you've been feeling stuck no matter where you are in life whether you are making a pivot in your career maybe you're making a career change a pivot in your brand maybe you want to go for a promotion a pivot you know in, in relocation or even if you're stuck finding a job I had this opportunity where I got to mentor a young lady and she was interested in how I became a brand strategist. She is in the world of social media and so we had a conversation and this kind of kind of sparked this whole conversation of, you know, whenever you're feeling stuck, what are kind of like the the mindsets or the tools that you can really use to to pivot, right? And so when I had the opportunity to mentor her in talking about like how she started and kind of like where she wants to pivot or how she can become a brand strategist or just become in the strategic world in when we're talking about marketing and also, you know, looking at resumes and, and looking at different companies, um, I it kind of like sparked something in my brain where I was like, wait a second, if this is something that has been occurring where I'm giving her advice and you know she's like wow this is solid advice and I've also seen some some um, similar elements in, in different parts of my personal life I thought you know what this is something that I would love to, to chat about when it comes to my bar babblers especially if they're kind of feeling in that limbo season if you're kind of feeling stuck or lost, I think sometimes it's just a change of mindset or kind of like a tool or exercise that you can do when you are just feeling a little bit stuck and you are just ready to pivot. So if you are kind of going through a major life change, whether it's in your career, your brand, your business, going for promotion, a relationship, or even just a life change in general, grab your notebooks, grab your green juices, your hot teas, or even your sparkling waters. And let's talk about this quick, simple exercise that you can do right now that will probably take you maybe 20 minutes or so um, that can really help you to gain the clarity and the peace that you need 
to really pivot in your life. So first and foremost, I want to talk about the common themes that I've been experiencing in my own um, personal journey when it comes to business, when it comes to um, when it comes to my personal life, when it also comes to my career, and also you know in the concept when I was helping this young lady out when it when it came to her career. And so the reason why I want to talk about these examples is I feel like number one, it's so relatable, and number two. Um, I want to kind of echo how it's so similar and how this exercise um, or even, you know, this the famous quotes or sayings by other thought leaders are so revolutionary. They're not just like words and like, oh, yes, because sometimes it is easier said than done. But once you kind of see the certain examples that I've experienced in my own personal life, you're going to be like, yeah, OK, I see that it's 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 it is simple. It's just sometimes you just have to put it into practice. So let's see the similar themes in my life and maybe you can also see that in yours. So let's talk about the experience of me mentoring this young lady. So we were doing kind of like a resume a building career workshop conversation, right? And obviously, this is just through Zoom, this is through email. Um, and so she is very, uh, she's a young lady, she probably has about she has less than five years of experience, I would say five years tops with education and with um, what do you call it and just experience just working in her field and she's just ready to pivot. Um, if you've been listening to my other um, podcast episodes, you know that in the world of marketing, strategy has been something that is so key and so essential. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, but when I was working with her and we were discussing like how she started, what she's interested in, like what are her soft skills, her hard skills, like what is something that, you know, really drains her, what's something that really drives her and how she, you know, what she thinks branding and, and strategy is and how she can really pivot from her current role into the world of strategy. I realized that when I was kind of doing a little bit of a resume work, that when we're talking about resume, especially if, you know, if you're in HR or if you've even mentored somebody else, you've probably done this. But I realized that sometimes when you're drafting a resume, like you can be the most perfect candidate, but sometimes you could just have a shitty resume. Like, that's just me. Like... I don't know why it's just it's so hard for me to articulate like what it is into a piece of paper because I feel like I've I do a lot especially when it when it comes to like my career um and maybe it's just it's more like a self-sabotage thing but again that's a different <laughs> that's a different episode but when it comes to resume building and when I was helping her I realized that sometimes when you're building a resume and people are like oh it's the AI systems and the bots and all of that it's kind of like a deconstructed, like, you know, when you have a deconstructed dessert, like when, when there's like, oh, there's a deconstructed like carrot cake or a deconstructed cheesecake, right? Um, for all my foodies out there, it's basically taking the different ingredients of that dessert and kind of just making it into a different like artistic form. If you're building a resume and you really, really want to get ahead of the competition, especially that it is brutal out there, that's not to discourage anybody, but that's just the reality of it, is to really, number one, look at the job description, right? So sometimes what's really great is to maybe take one to two different resumes of the number one, you know, jobs, like really rate the jobs that you really, really want to go for that you think um, that number one that you love because you've done the research on the company, you've done research on the job description or, you know, the, the company culture, the values. And number two, because 
of, you know, your experience. You know, you can want to make sure that it matches. And even if it doesn't match, you want to make sure that you're able to translate your skills into their skill sets, right? So in, in when I was kind of like helping her with the resume work, I realized that if you are shitty in, in doing anything like resume building or like you just don't know how to articulate that, Think of your resume as kind of like a deconstructed dessert when you're taking kind of like the job job description of whatever your dream job is that's online, whether it's for a big tech company, whether it's for a Google, whether it's for a fashion company, whatever it is, and kind of just look at the different qualifications, the requirements, and basically go in there, like print it out or even copy and paste it and literally highlight the things that you're like, oh, I've done that or I can do that and see how you can put it into your own words. So for example, in a resume, if it's one of the requirements or qualifications, if it's like, oh, um, you know, like we need somebody who's ex- who has at least five years of experience. Do you have five years of experience? Cool. Highlight that. Make sure that it is puts place somewhere in your resume, whether you have to place the, edu- the education and then put the year that you graduated, put in the years, like all of the, the years within the past five years of all of your jobs so that they can see like, oh yes, this person has had five years of experience and or more. Um, if there's a specific type of platform that they mention and you've worked with, with that platform, make sure you highlight that. So it's basically kind of like, cop- not a copy and paste, but a deconstructed version of Um, Your resume should be a deconstructed version of that job description, right? So that's why a lot of people say when you have a resume, you have to tailor it to a specific type of job. Make sure that you don't have like one general one because you want to make sure that it kind of matches or mimics um, the, the, the words or the job descriptions of that specific job. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, instead of, you know, in in my head, when I'm thinking of a resume, it's kind of like, damn, like you're forming something out of scratch in order to basically look good for that company, for that hiring manager. But instead, sometimes you just have to work backwards and you'd have to be like, wait a second, let me go to the job description. Let me highlight the certain words, the certain phrases, the certain accomplishments that this job description has and if I've done it I might as well just take these words and bullet points and make sure that it is included in my resume and craft it within my own words so that's kind of like a, a way to kind of see it as a de- deconstructed kind of dessert and you're kind of also going backwards instead of starting from scratch and you're like great like I really don't know where to start this is a wonderful way to start go backwards instead of you composing something from blank and then you have to like basically you know just take a blank piece of paper write the words and then apply the answer may be there within the job description. Take the job description, maybe another job description, and literally highlight certain words, certain key phrases that you've accomplished or things that kind of like can be transferable skills that kind of like match those certain requirements and those um, in, within the job description and literally put it in your resume, not word for word, but like in your own words. And that's a way to kind of like work backwards in order for you to just build your own resume. That's That was one thing that came out. So when that when that whole idea and that concept came out during that exercise of my mentorship um, situation, I realized I kind of did the same thing when it came to job pivoting or even in pivoting in my own brand. So what I um, during the holidays when I took some time off, I realized I'm like, okay, 
how do I want to pivot, right? Like, what are the steps in order for me to pivot? Like, I feel really stuck. I, I have to look at the pricing. I have to look at, like, where I want to go. Like, what are the certain things that I that I really enjoy currently? What are certain things that I aspire to, to do? Like, wh- like, what can I do within the market? So a lot of people right now, especially, you know, when it comes to strategy, when it comes to pivoting within their own brand, they're thinking, like, I have to do market research, which is 100% correct. And you're thinking, okay, what do the consumers want? what do you know what's kind of like in demand right now which is obviously what is needed but then sometimes you also have to go backwards and and figure out like wait a second what are my strengths right like even if you do all the market research in the world whether you hire strategists whether you pull you know some sort of consumer report of the internet and you pay for it whatever it is you kind of also have to figure out if you have the strength and the skill sets to accomplish that or to provide that to your consumers. So within my own brand pivoting, when I was figuring that out, I I remember I was on kind of like this networking job discord and somebody was asking like, like right from, right from one to 10, 10 being like, you know, the best or like, you know, you're having the time of your life. Like, how would you rate where you are right now in your career? Like what, like, how did you came to be? And so that question really stuck with me because I was like, wow, so it's it's amazing because when that question came up, I was like, yes, it, it's it's amazing how sometimes when I look back at the certain job tra- trajectories, I started in hospitality, I worked in uh, boutique hotels, I've worked in marketing, I've worked in events. A lot, like a lot of my specialty comes from planning. And so I realized that kind of working backwards and kind of figuring out like, okay, I understand what the market is. There's always a demand for marketing. That's that's something that's 100% needed. But how do I pivot, right? Like what is something that, that drives me, that drains me? And I also kind of like mentored my own self and like how, what is something that I deliver? So when I started, you know, OFM and my own brand, I did a lot of social media management. I would, you know, do all the graphics, do all of the planning, do all of the scheduling, like basically manage somebody's social media from start to finish when it comes to designing their graphics whether it's a video format whether it's short form whether it's a reel whether it's whatever it is and come up with a strategy behind that and also schedule it like every single detail that's basically how I started including with email marketing when it came to like print ads you name it and so obviously for the in the trajectory of pivoting within my own brand I was like you know what like I don't really, I I feel like I've outgrown that in terms of like design. I'm not really a graphic designer. I'm not like an Adobe type of skilled person. I love Canva, but don't, don't come to me for like, you know, if I'm a software engineer, don't like I'm not, I, I, I will give that off to somebody else who went to school for that or who's certified because I'm just, I'm not. And I'm a hundred percent honest when it comes to that. I'm more of a strategic planner. And I realized that in the trajectory of my own personal career of how I started, you know, from college and my internship and even working in in special events and even in hotels, the number one thing that I've always been skilled at is the strategic planning, whether it's coming up with, you know, in operations, whether it's coming up with, you know, ideas of working smart, not hard, when it's coming on the details of the events, like certain very, you know, minute details that are 100% needed. And I, I realize that that's something that I've always, always loved is basically taking something like old and making it, you know, so brand new and elevating that into something fantastic and really kind of like figuring out kind of like the the, the puzzles. I, I really, really love that. And so when I answer that question in that networking discord, I realize like, 
the answer has been there all the time. Something that I absolutely love is the planning, is thinking inside and outside of the box, um, thinking smart. Um, you know, I think very differently than a lot of people. And so it's amazing how sometimes if you take the time to go backwards, even in your own career, even if you've made major pivots and made different types of pivots, whether it's in different industries where it's like maybe you started in education and then you ended up in, in medicine, or even if you maybe started in law and then you're like, fuck it, like I want to be a health influencer. Like even if you have made a huge pivot from one industry to the next, you'll find that what makes you so different and, and why people gravitate towards you, whether you have a personal brand, whether you have your own business brand, or even in the world and in your career is because no one does it like you because of your of your specific um, career trajectory. And so when I answered that question, I was like, I can't believe I finally have arrived to a place where I understand more of like the skill sets that I've attained throughout you know over a decade of my career and how I'm able to translate that into my specialty and that has really helped pivot and kind of like have a niche specialty within old-fashioned marketing so in order for me to really pivot within my own brand within my own career I was like what are the things that I you know that that I started with from the very beginning that I've always used even throughout you know the decades of my career and what's something that I still love and it's that planning aspect and so I really had to go backwards in order for me to go forward and really realize the answer was there all the time. Another example that I would say would be a life change, right? So I had the opportunity to travel last summer and I realized that sometimes stepping back, especially if you're visiting home or if you're rekindling with loved ones, sometimes when you go backwards and you go back to your roots or even to humble beginnings, sometimes the answer is there. I realized that in, in many opportunities when I had that, you know, moment of, you know, being grounded and being humble and kind of being, you know, just kind of being face to face with your humble beginnings the answer is always there and I I didn't realize that sometimes you know when you're when you're trying to find the answer when you're trying to like make a life change whether it's a big move from you know big city or like the west coast to the east coast or east coast to a different state or even just a different borough in New York City or whatever that is it, it kind of like gave me the answer of like you know what this is why the, I am the way that I am hashtag Toby from the office if you know what I'm talking about you know um but it, it's it's sometimes it's so important that it's like you know why am I the way that I am when it comes to either forming relationships whether you know you decline an offer or maybe you know you are you know you've got an opportunity whether you know you have a significant other and they're like okay I'm moving jobs you want to move with me and you said no for whatever reason or you say yes for whatever reason, right? Sometimes going back to the very beginning and looking at like, okay, why did I not want to go? Why do I want to go, right? Maybe sometimes going backwards, the answer is always there. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you know that I revealed what my mantra and my theme is for 2023, which is welcome home in a figurative sense. And you also have probably listened to the episode of why 2023 is my winning year. And I have 13 reasons for that. And whenever I, you know, when I, when I was kind of like figuring out like, how do I want to, you know, how do I want 2023 to feel? I also had to take major steps backwards and be like, okay, let's see, like, what are the things that worked out for me in, in the past years? Like, what were the themes? What were the hobbies? What were the habits? As I'm kind of going through this limbo season, season, I'm doing kind of like a test and run of previous um, 
habits that I've done. Like if you've been following me on Instagram on the Bar Babbler, you know that I've been trying to be on the 5am club. It hasn't been easy for some reason, y'all. Like when I started the 5am club, which is almost four years ago, that's what how it changed my life. Like when I joined the 5am club, I increased my my salary. That's how I basically launched OFM. Like I was living my, like I was, I was doing it all. And so that's why I can fully attest that the 5am club it definitely, definitely, definitely is a game changer. But for some reason, I'm having a very hard time when it comes to just being inspired when it comes to just waking up for some reason. I don't know if it's just too cold in the morning. Maybe I'm just feeling a little bit like off or maybe I'm just getting old. I really don't know. And so I'm like, let me revisit, you know, what really sparked me to wake up at 5am four years ago? Like why was, how did I make it? Like why was I so excited to wake up at 5am and never miss a beat? And how did that change my life? So I also went back and I realized that one of the best things, I remember that I was off coffee for many years. I was a tea drinker. And then I remember that I got back on coffee. And then now with my 5am club, I realized that sometimes it's like I wake up and I don't want to lounge around in the bed. That's just a habit because I just don't like to work from from bed I don't like to bring the computer into my bed I, I want to make sure that I keep that separate especially if you work from home and so uh, especially the winter time I'm just like oh like my bed is so cozy and I just don't want to wake up at 5 a.m and I realize on Sundays I like to do a lot of brainstorming so I'll put my computer and for me I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm, I'm bringing my computer in my bed but then I tried it for a week where I did my brainstorming I even did my journaling and I kind of just drink my coffee I even listen to my messages I would listen to a podcast from my bed and I felt so great even though I'm not quote-unquote working like I'm not doing I'm not taking like client calls or zoom calls or important meetings I'm basically just setting myself up whether it's just looking at my calendar looking at my agenda or just kind of like writing since I'm doing a, like a, a writing project or even just listening to my messages from you know the night before and kind of just sipping coffee it brought me so much joy, y'all. I'm like, why am I not doing this? And I remember that when I started the 5 a.m. club for something years ago, uh, like that's something that I loved, which was being in bed, taking my time, listening to a podcast and sipping on a cup of coffee. And when I when that idea came to mind, I was like, I should be doing this. Like, why am I forcing myself when I'm in a season of my life where I want to be cozy in my bed because it's winter and maybe during the summertime, I'll probably do my old habit and my old routine and go back to my my little yoga mat and or maybe my desk because it's not so cold anymore. But this is a time to be cozy and to kind of just be in that moment and to savor that moment. Like, just for me to have a book or to listen to a podcast and to sip my coffee in bed that's something that just brings me joy so how come I'm not doing it so something like that when it comes to like a life change especially since I'm trying to get back into the 5am club even if I've done it before sometimes going back to the very beginning and you're like wait a second I, I, I remember that I fell in love with this routine I fell in love with this this hobby I fell in love with this specific way of doing it how come I'm not doing it anymore, right? So sometimes we fall into these certain habits or even these certain routines because of a different season of our life or just the season in general, whether it's cold or whether it's hot. And I remember that when I was going backwards, that kind of like sparked an idea of like, I should be doing this more often, so I'm going to do it again. And so as you can see with the different examples from, you know, you know, me mentoring this young lady with the resume building and kind of going backwards and having that deconstructed method and that idea of, you know, taking a resume, resume not from scratch, but 
basically building it off of a job description. And also when it comes to my own career and pivoting in my own brand, I had to take steps backwards to realize that I had basically a strength within my own capacity and what I can offer to my clients, which is the strategic planning portion. And even when it came to my life change and in, in, in instilling new habits, I had to walk backwards to figure out like, wait a second, this has worked for me before. I'm not here trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm making it super hard on myself. Let me see what worked for me then to really kind of inspire me to kind of get back on the wagon of, you know, what really changed my life to really help me propel myself moving forward. So as you can see with these kind of three different examples, I also heard Mel Robbins on her podcast a couple weeks ago. She mentioned, or like a little snippet reel, I think that popped up on my feed. And she said that whenever you kind of feel stuck in your life, you have to use your life as a map to guide you forward. She said it, uh, Steve Jobs has that famous quote that I always have mentioned in other podcasts as well, that if you want to go, you know, forwards, you have to go backwards or connect the dot backwards. So all these thought leaders are basically saying the same thing in their own love language, no matter what you say. Sometimes when, uh, when I work with a client and they're thinking of propelling forward, I have the same mistake too, or kind of like that same mentality where it's like when you go forward, your first instinct is to look forward. You're you're never going to think of, let me go backwards, right? But sometimes that's kind of like what makes it key when it comes to strategic planning, when it comes to self-development or any aspect of your life. Sometimes the answer has always been at the very beginning. A fun little anecdote that I wanted to share was one of my favorite shows on, I think it's USA. I think they changed the the network. I, I'm not really sure. There used to be a show called Psych. Um, it's like this comedy, um, crime, murder, mystery type of series. Um, and so uh, it's it's amazing. It, you have um, what are the what is the actor's name? James. Um, uh, what's what it what, I, I can't remember their names, but um, it's basically these two best friends, um, and it's Sean and it's Gus, and one of them is is faking to be psychic, and um, he basically has a special gift because his dad is was a is a retired cop slash detective, and ever since he was a boy, he would train his son to basically pick on clues and kind of pass you know his learnings as a cop and detective of looking at the specific details to kind of outwit and to find kind of like the killer or whoever it is as a young boy. So even if, you know, he's not psychic, he has developed that ever since he was a child and that was a special gift. And one of the episodes, his dad basically, you know, um, he taught him something where, you know, in the cereal box back in the day, I don't think they do this anymore, but back in the day, even when I was a child, there used to be like a prize at the bottom of the cereal box. And so I remember he used to be like, okay, I have to eat all the cereal. Like I have to get to the very bottom. And the dad was like, I think you have to think of it. Like there's an easy way. Sometimes the answer is you have to just flip the box. And so, um, he was so frustrated because he couldn't find the toy and so his dad taught him like just flip the box if you flip the box and you open it the toy's right there and so he was solving a mystery and when he was solving it he realized that that kind of like a memory that came up with you know his dad where he's like wait a second if everything is is not pieced together why don't I flip the whole case upside down and I think the answer is there so there were different I guess like there was a murder and there was kind of like many 
people that were being killed and then he was trying to find kind of like the um the constant like what is kind of like the the signature when it came to the killer and so he flipped the case upside down and he went to the very beginning case and the answer was the the very beginning murder and the answer was right there so that was also another fun example that i just wanted to share if you know what psych is high five i love that show um it's so funny um so um unique and i just i love sean and gus gus is, it was so funny you just it's hilarious anyway it's just so funny how this concept of w walking backwards is basically projected in almost any example in my life, as, as you can hear in this episode, in that show, through Steve Jobs, through Mel Robbins, and no matter what type of thought leader leader or even book that you know resonates with you it's basically the same message that if you are feeling in a little bit of a limbo and you just don't know how to pivot in your life this is such a great exercise to do that will probably take you half an hour if you really sit down and figure out where am I right now that I'm feeling stuck? Is it mostly in my career? Is it in my brand? Whether it's a personal brand or even a business brand, like why am I feeling stuck? So maybe let me take a walk down memory lane and let me see, you know, at the very beginning, like why did I start my personal brand? Maybe that's kind of like why. Like for example, if you if you have a personal brand on social media, let's say that it's your food blogger or your fashion or even if it's just books, like book reviews or even if you are a business owner and you have your own personal brand because you want people to relate to you and you're like, wait a second, why did I start this personal brand in the first place? And so maybe you're feeling stuck because you need to be reminded of that why, of that mission, of the vision. I use that same exercise in my own personal brand over at the bar babbler because sometimes I do feel frustrated. Like I make a reel and it takes me like... 30 minutes and I'm like okay this is the best reel it's gonna go viral and then it's like crickets and then I get so frustrated and then I'm like Lucy go to the why like why are you why are you here like why are you posting this reel why are you creating the reel and I always have to remind myself it's because my purpose is to be a light no matter what it is whether it reaches someday today or even in three months the whole message behind this that if this is something that has you know, helped me, whether it was a book of reading The Power of Now or whether it was something that came up on my mind, I hope that it reaches somebody and maybe, you know, it can help them too. So I shouldn't be frustrated. And that kind of also gives me a peace of mind. So this whole exercise of going backwards, if, you know, whether you listen to Steve Jobs or even to Mel Robbins or even to that episode in Psych, it, it's really applicable to almost every aspect in life, especially if you want to make a, a career change, if you want to make a brand change, if you want to make a pivot, no matter what it is. Sometimes the answer really lies at the very beginning or even at the very end of the box because the answer always lies within. So my the babble of the day for all of my babblers is where in life do you feel the most stuck right now? And if you can take maybe 30 minutes within this week, maybe do take a walk and just take a nature walk you know put in some tunes and really kind of think about like okay I'm feeling stuck right now in my career or maybe you're feeling stuck right now in your you know wherever you're living and you're like damn I've been living you know in this in this area of town maybe for two years or five years or ten years how can I walk walk backwards because I'm just not feeling like I'm growing right now maybe you've outgrown where you are so maybe take a step backwards and really revisit of like how did I and up here right like what was what made me came like come move here what made me start 
this brand what made me start kind of like posting online what made me you know really love the idea of being on youtube whatever it is right like take a take a moment of walking down memory lane of why you started and kind of go backwards as to like okay what did i really get along the way like was there something that i really learned that really made me who I am today, like for example, in in the example that I gave you in terms of how I started in events and hospitality, that's kind of like how, you know, in in terms of the world of marketing, that's kind of like how I found my specialty is the strategic planning is because I started in a very completely different industry and that has really made me so different, but something so essential, especially within you know, in in the year that we are living in and beyond. And so I realized that has been a strength. And so if you were feeling kind of stuck and you're taking a step backwards, you know, what are some ideas, opportunities, or even new perspectives that you can see now as you're kind of revisiting memory lane as you walk backwards sometimes you can see things differently because you're smarter you're stronger and you have a different view and perspective of of things compared to like when you are in the thick of it so as you're walking backwards what are some new perspectives and ideas that have come into surface for you that you haven't really seen and how you can really take that you know with you as you propel forward so really sit down marinate with that idea take maybe a week or two and maybe just really brainstorm and write it down now as we like to end with every podcast episode i want to leave with you words of light and love kind of like words of encouragement because sometimes i know that it can be very difficult when you're you know going through a life change when you're going through any type of change and you know your circle of friends and family just don't get it and or maybe you just don't have somebody that's going through a life change or that's in your career or in your kind of like your field it can be very lonely so i always like to leave off with words of encouragement Girl, you are going through some major change and it is extremely difficult. Sometimes going back to the beginning may seem like starting from ground zero, may seem may seem like you're forfeiting or even giving up, and it can be very emotional. Don't let time, the noisy world, or even your inner circle put pressure on the timeline of your life. You are on time. Know that the life you have is designed for you because you need to experience what you need to in order to achieve your goals in a way that is designed only for you. I hope in the journey of walking backwards, you see the light, a change of perspective, a change of scenery, and the clarity you need to invite more peace in your decision as you make a pivotal change you are courageous just by taking a step backwards in your own footsteps but now you're smarter and stronger and that will propel you into something even better than you can ever imagine in doing this backwards cha-cha-cha in my own journey in my career and personal life i can fully attest that it will absolutely only pivot you forward Well, that's it for today's episode. If you love this conversation, make sure to give us five stars and leave a review so that we can continue to be a valuable resource for others just like you. Were you able to make it through the entire episode without answering any phone calls, texts, DMs, or tweets? Let the peeps know what you were up to. Take a screenshot of this show, share on your social media, or send a link of this episode so you can let the peeps know you are hanging out with Lucy at the virtual bar. As always, I want to take a moment of gratitude and thank you for listening and supporting our show. As you know, everything I create is made with a heart full of gratitude, Wi-Fi, and a little bit of whiskey. That's it for today's babble. Till next time.